You're listening to They Said I'm Funny, a podcast for noobs in the comedy world or people that are thinking about doing comedy or just starting or if you're bored, whatever. My name is Adam Wolf. I'm your one of your co-hosts and with me is my other co-host. Justin Marino. Good morning. Good morning. We are here, Justin, for some reason, uh, despite the fact that we interview stand-up comedians that stay up late and drink and party and do cocaine and... Um, hookers and all that stuff he likes to do the podcast at 8 30 on a saturday morning yeah. so so we have the rest of our that. day after this yeah. you know it's, to do to and i feel productive like this is know, the only thing you do all day this is the only yeah. thing I do. i'll nice. go home go back to sleep maybe play a little modern warfare all right that's exciting 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 stuff guys uh <laughs> this is our uh second episode with a guest uh the first couple of ones we interviewed each other and our guests is a good friend of ours and a friend of ours and uh, a kind of new comedian. How would you consider yourself? This is Chelsea, by the che- way. Chelsea, oh, do you want us to say your last name? Do you have an uh, <laughs> alias, uh, stage name? No, I don't. You can, no, you, you don't can, want us to say your no, last name or no, you don't have a stage name? You can you can say my last name. All right. Can you say it, Justin? Yeah, v Is that right? Pretty close. Yeah. Vigil. Vigil. Yeah, yeah that's what we're going to say, guys. Perfect. So, Justin Moreno, depending on who I'm talking on the phone with. And I need them to be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we are excited to have you here. You have been doing stand-up for, what, about six months, something like that? Uh, five. Five months. Yeah. Yeah. And um, tell us, uh, you know, like... Why did you start, like, what made you want to do stand-up comedy? I mean, I'm, I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like I forgot why I started now. Mm-hmm. But I uh, remember just getting the idea in my head, and then I decided to do it. Oh, that's but, brave. I mean, about a year ago... I was going to all the open mics and supporting my friends, and they said I was funny, so I should do it. Who who said you? Yeah, you were funny. I didn't. You did. <laughs> Adam Wolf. Okay. All right. <laughs> this so, is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Adam's fault. Uh, one of the things that is neat about you is that you are one of the few Waco comedians, because we have a lot of comedians from Colleen, Austin, Dallas, but there are very few Waco comedians. You are from here or? I grew up in Brownwood, Texas. Brownwood, Texas. Mm -hmm. And for us, um, not geographically literate, where is that? Um, Or what's what's the closest biggest city? uh, Abilene. That's... I mean, the most recognizable city that's close by northwest of where we currently are right sure i don't know direction like that okay okay i'm a woman (laughs) (laughs) she said that please notate that it was not justin or me who said that (laughs) um was there anything uh, you know like growing up that you know were you always a fan of stand-up comedy or were there any experiences that kind of like led you into this direction um I think the first memory I have of even knowing that it existed was I was a junior in high school 
and a friend of mine burned me a CD of Brian Reagan. Oh, so you're starting dirty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's an an interesting choice, like, yeah. especially at your age, because Brian Reagan. I mean, he's he's been very successful for decades. But when I was in high school in the '90s, Comedy Central was just most like 90% just stand up like clips and Brian Regan was like huge back then. So it's just interesting that like 30 years after that, that's your go-to. It wasn't like, were they like, a, were they a, like a, yeah. Were they like a family person? No, it was a friend from school. No. Okay. So I meant like, a f- Oh, a family were they like, person. Were really I, like religious and like clean. Um, his, his, Dad was a preacher, I think. Okay, so okay, so, that's where I think that's probably where that recommendation yeah. came from. I don't remember the guy's name, but there was this Christian guy that put out like comedy albums back in the day and claimed he used to be a Satanist and um, steal people's jokes. And I don't know when you were talking about Christian comedians, that's what it, it was. Michael something, but I there's no point in that. I don't know. No, that's pretty I cool though. That, but, uh, yeah. I mean, the second person that I uh, discovered was uh, Mitch Hedberg. Which was way more my speed. I really liked him. Did you? Was it the same type of thing where you got a CD of his, or did you see him on TV? Or no, I think it. I think it, I just it was a burned CD. I think. Yeah. I'm not, and I don't want to seem rude. In our like, we're the, we're the same age, right? Yeah. Eighty eight. Yeah. We're a fist pounding podcast world. Um, so. No, I remember when Mitch died, uh, and it like it hurt. I w- we were in high school. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I didn't know who he was until after he was dead. Oh, okay, you're I'm okay. Pretty sure. So you weren't a real fan. Okay, just, but I didn't. Uh, how how could I have no, been I'm if sorry. I didn't know he existed? Yeah. So, fuck you. <laughs> Can we say the F word? We've. Uh, we'll have to yeah. start over again. Great. Yeah. Uh, this well, is the little E. They said next. I'm. Okay. No, I'm just. My bad. Yeah. The little E next to go goes to this episode. We had uh, talked about because um, it's for new people, new beginner, you know, people looking into it or just starting. We talked talked about being like a cleaner podcast, but I think an F bomb here or there. Yeah. Yeah. And I sure. can go back and edit. You know, just yeah, beep true. it out or something. You know, like fudge. And, you know, just over <laughs> over. I like your. I yeah, like the fudge that. better than We can them. get Deshaun King. I think that's what we should do. When we do the interview with Deshaun King, we'll have him come in and he'll say all the curse words, clean versions. And then anytime want, somebody curses, we will I want an entire fudge. Yeah, I want yeah. an entire soundboard of him just him. using clean cuss words. <laughs> Cheese Mother and rice. Flipping. Yeah. Clean expletives. Clean expletives. Pudding. What what would that be? It's a pussy. Oh my goodness! Yeah, sorry. I as a cat. Yes, we were talking yeah. about kitty cats. Yeah, kitty yeah. <laughs> cat daddy's in the house. So we already talked about like uh, your inspiration, where you kind of saw comedy at an early age. You don't. You have no idea why you decided to do comedy. You just decided to do it someday. Which I there probably is a cool story that you don't want to tell us or something. But. Uh, um, like right now in your comedy career, how serious are you taking? Are you, um, is it just a hobby? Do you see yourself, uh, you know, touring eventually or, or what, where are you at? I mean, it's pretty generous for you to call it a career. That's, that's very nice of you. <laughs> I mean, every, I mean, but yeah. you're consistent. 
Yeah. You know, you're consistently Fairly, hitting yeah. hitting mics. You're yeah. You've been paid classy. once, right? One time. So yeah. it is it is a career. You got paid, you made money. Is that the same way with sex? I've never been paid with hugs. Why are you looking yeah. at me like that? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. All right. So I don't know how we can bleep that part out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I got paid on accident once. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I just got done. She's like, how much do I owe you? I was like, what? What? Did that really happen? I like you. Next thing you know, he I like he's married to her. They have, yeah. they have a daughter. <laughs> yeah. It's a love story. Yeah. Uh, the classic. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me it's, what the question was. It's a pretty woman. Um, just you know, do, do you let's reboot Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag reboot Pretty, pretty Woman. <laughs> Moderately handsome, not disgusting yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Texas six. cute, but not you know, not like model, but kind of cute. Too. That's pretty generous <laughs> too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're a very handsome man. Self-esteem hovering around normal <laughs> this morning. 9.30, it's plummeting. Fantastic. Yeah. That, that's a good way to start your day. Being made to hate yourself. Yeah. Can so, I backtrack a little bit? Yeah. So you, you said you were a, uh, a fan of the scene. Yes. And I guess I'm interested in, like, why? You know? Because, like, I feel like as a fan of comedy, I'm... <clears throat> I was doing my best to like buy tickets to you know whomever I I had been hearing about or if they had been trending or luckily I have like cousins and friends that like are a lot deeper into like finding who's new who's coming up and like you have to listen to this guy so I have people like just feeding me stuff but yeah why why support I guess the yeah like an open mic circuit well, uh, Adam and I were already friends at the time. Okay, okay, okay. But I was also dating a comedian. Okay. And I was consistently uh, being supportive of the people I knew up there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So how do you and Adam meet, if I can ask? Um, we have a mutual friend, and uh, him and Dustin were doing a show at this very interesting yeah. place one night. It's a it's a lounge, but it is an old school like black lounge. So it, it looks like something from the seventies. It's called Cozies. It looks and like um like black the African environment. Okay, yes, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. It looks like if um if a high school sold all of the prom stuff that they've ever used. Okay. And they just it was awesome. It looks that way all the time. And That's pretty cool. Where's that? Is it, it still open? It's somewhere in Waco. I don't know if it's still open. And nobody was in the audience except for your friend. Yeah. Her, I don't think her boyfriend was there. No, nope, it was just the three of us. So three people that were interested in comedy. You were truly supporting the scene. There was That's fantastic. There were two people, two older ladies that were there to drink and listen to old school R&B jams and not mm-hmm. listen to comedy. And then there was a few people at the bar and they, those two old ladies roasted the fuck out of us while we were on stage. <laughs> yeah, and they it, did. It, they, it was, it made, it hurt my feelings. Not because, cause I don't mind getting roasted. They were just so much funnier than me and Dustin. <laughs> I think it Dustin was, liked it. Yeah. I, I kind of liked it, but I would have liked it more in the audience than actually being there's, the one that, because they were just funnier than older us. African yeah. Americans that are so damn yeah. cool. They were, um, 
they were just not like I, you know me, I have dirty, yeah, you know, yeah, dirty, yeah. self-deprecating jokes, and they were. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I can, I, I enjoy getting roasted, but when it, they were so much funnier than I probably could ever be, it just hurt me to my core. And, but it was a really fun night and that's how, that's how we met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. And we met at Corky's, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was like three or four years yeah, ago it was, now. It was, that uh, was a while back. Yeah. Be, be, I think it was before I moved up here. Okay. So I you've been supporting the scene for a while before you, cause you just, I mean, uh, more consistently. Okay, more okay, starting okay. Gotcha, a year gotcha, gotcha. ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. And so you saw enough people that sucked, and you're like, "I can do this." Oh no, I never thought I could. Oh. I st- I still don't think. So I can. what? What helped with that trans? <laughs> <laughs> Those are really shitty gifts to get a single child. No, like I like, <laughs> I like a lot of your tags and stories. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um. Notice he didn't say jokes. He just said tags and stories. So. I, I caught it. <laughs> They're almost there. <laughs> no, what helped with that That's transition? That's what I think about yours, too. <laughs> what helped with that? What helped with that transition? Like, I can never do that to... I'm doing it. I don't know. I just got the idea in my head somehow. Like, I just was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. Okay. Is that part of your personality, like, to get an idea and follow through? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Cool. And I said I'm going to do it at least 12 times to see if I like it. Where did that number come from? The Bible? I don't... (laughs) I don't... I've never read the Bible. Any of it? There's quotes on billboards. Yeah. (laughs) I do my best to shield myself from that. I'd rather close my eyes driving 80 miles an hour on 35 than read one part of the Bible. Exactly. (laughs) That is is a huge achievement to live in a place like Brownswood, Texas or Waco, Texas and to never... Can you read it all? That would be a lot easier if you could not read. It's Brownwood. I can read because I know that there's not an S in it. Uh, anyway, shout out Brown Woods. Sorry, I got the town that nobody has ever heard of wrong. I apologize. I forgive you. For all 12 people that live there, I apologize. There goes our Brown Woods fans. <laughs> so you, you, when you decided you were going to do stand-up, um, what was your first step? Did you just start writing jokes? Did you, you know, what was your first step? I came up with a couple of ideas. I just started writing down stuff all the time. I got a notebook And literally everything that made me or a friend of mine laugh, I wrote it down. Okay. Very cool. And mine was, I'm just kind of spoiled with technology. Like uh, those thoughts just get typed like in a note, like in a note on my phone. I like uh, things that are tangible. Yeah, the tangible. Like I tend to remember things better if I actually write out the letters. Yeah. Yeah, and I when I when I do like physically write, I like you know going through like meat and potatoes. Like this is fat, you know. Let's yeah. cut it out. You know, yeah, and stuff. yeah. So I I tear out pages out of that notebook all the time. No, leave it there. Oh no, because I rewrite it better. But I, but I feel I, like I yeah. say leave it there, right? I feel like you want to have that evolution and to be yeah. able to see how it changed. No, because it's embarrassing. But everybody has their own technique, so you can you can. If that's what you want, I mean, we think that it's better to, for example, I have 
videos from like the first time I did stand up, you know, there was a time period where I just would forget, but I feel like there is value to looking at the the your first gro- draft, yeah, looking growth. at your older older sets. But if but well, I don't let anybody record me. One of the biggest rules uh well, this too even even yeah. <laughs> That's not what I hear. That's not what I saw on certain websites. I mean, I'm talking about comedy. Comedies. Okay. But that's why I'm here. That's what we're okay. talking about. Okay. Well, as any professional podcaster, uh-huh. we're going to shift this to yeah. making you uncomfortable Correct. as quickly yeah. as possible. Oh, I was supposed to be comfortable this If my time? presence <laughs> is not enough to make you uncomfortable. But basically, and this is for the uh, little Timmy out there in Idaho who wants to be a stand-up comic. Yeah. Um, you know, we're you, rooting for you, Why Timmy. does it have to be Timmy? It could be Tina. Yeah. There you go. The there next time go. I bring up an imaginary kid that looks to us for guidance and inspiration, it, mm-hmm. it'll be somebody else. But this time it's Timmy in Idaho. Okay. Um, I think the fact that you don't, you're not just don't t- like tossing out notebooks. You're you're taking a something that you wrote and you're up improving it. That's good. But I, I feel like one thing that all comics should do is if you have an idea that you think is funny and then you try it and it ends up not being funny is to don't throw it out. Yeah, yeah. I've had table it. Yeah, don't I've had jokes it. where I've I've written something and like two years later it doesn't happen often, but like two years later I'm like, oh shit, Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, let this me, is going to be funny. Let me clarify. Okay, so I all the ideas, mm-hmm. like the little snippets, nuances, are still yeah. there. Okay, I write out a joke word for word like exactly how i'm gonna say it okay and then i'll trim the fat in that way and write and like take bits and pieces out of that and then when i feel like the next page is better i rip out the previous page okay so the all the ideas are still in there it's just an updated version of what was on the previous page and what do you and what do you mean when you said like that would be too embarrassing to like keep the old pages. Like, was that idea just that stupid? Like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what you meant by that. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> this is really, you're. Really I'm more embarrassed. <laughs> I'm more embarrassed. I have no clue by <laughs> myself <laughs> than anyone else listening or reading yeah. whatever. And, and we talked about that last. It's last like time. reading. It's like looking at your Facebook memories. Like, oh god, that's embarrassing. Does that make sense? I really wish there's a way we could link, like MySpace to Facebook, just to see. Like, oh, that's these worse. were your top eight people yeah. twenty <laughs> years ago. Like what? Most of them are dead. Doug Stanhope. <laughs> Doug Stanhope is still alive. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, we did. I couldn't remember if it was the podcast or before a comedy show. I feel like we do a podcast before every comedy I just, show. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring that up as often as I can <laughs> until it happens. Man, I'm sorry. Coolio got replaced by Doug Stanhope now. Um, so tell us about your first open mic and, and what kind of open mic it was and how you chose, because there are different, and we're going to do a, a whole episode about like choosing an open mic, but um, there are different, you know, there's coffee shop open mics, there's actually comedy club open mics, everything in between. So um, just give us a little insight um, into your first, time ever doing stand-up comedy in front of an audience it was at corky's on may 18th oh wow so, you remember that yeah that's really so sweet. for 
for Tina out there in Montana listening in, Corky's is a wine bar. Tina in Tennessee. And and there's two Tinas that listen. Um, (laughs) Corky's is a wine bar in uh, Temple, Texas. We've probably talked about it. I don't know if we've explained it. But it is a, a very good venue to do stand up so uh tell us i, ju- I just want to make sure we weren't just yeah. saying names yeah or something, and but. so you like he like adam was saying usually a decent crowd may 18th i'm trying to think so that's going to be like the end of the school year we'll probably be catching some like teacher crowds getting ready for summer you know and so was there a decent crowd like did, did you feel like oh yeah you had a good response yeah i do like it was It bonkers. Okay. For lack of a better word, like I would really wish there was a better word. <laughs> I, can't, I can't with you. Um, I don't want to like. No, toot your own horn. Uh, I hate doing it. Oh my but uh, I had a lot of people tell me that they were surprised that that was my first time. And by a lot of people, she just means me. I think she no. was talking about me. No. Yeah, I remember that day because, like I said. Chelsea and I, we, we knew each other prior to that. And, um, you told us that you have like a theater background in your past. You have done performing arts before, right? Correct. So I'm not, I'm not saying that that is it, but do you, do you feel like that helped you? Because I, I feel like you, you had some good jokes that you had written and some comics, they have good jokes but then they're so nervous that it kind of overshadows, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but there are some like comics that were up there. They were so nervous. They were like just reading from their notes and you could just see the nervousness and the the anxiety on their face. But you were pretty, um, you know, I, as somebody who knows you, I could see that you were a little, little nervous, but you're, you, do you think that prior experience helped or is it just your personality? You're just not, it's not stage fright. It's not something you have or. Um, I think that, uh, I really like attention. Oh, really? We never noticed. No, we never noticed that before that you need attention. Wow. The best kind though. It doesn't matter. Wow. This is a healthy way to get it though. You know, you're not out there, you know. What's an unhealthy way to get attention? Um, Stripping? They're making money. Oh, Yeah. No, and they're no. trying to go to nursing school. And, and I, let me rephrase yeah. that: professional dancers. And yeah, I'm sure they're trying to That's go to MCC. Unhealthy. Un- Every stand-up comedian <laughs> on the face of the earth. Yeah, people yeah, who do podcasts. <clears throat> yeah. People who wear pickle rick shirts. Like, there's just a lot of people that crave attention. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, I that comes back to me being an only child. Okay. Screaming for someone to look at me. Yeah. You know. I feel like we're peeling back some layers here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is therapy, maybe an intervention. I don't know. So, like a, like Shrek, I'm an onion. Just like an onion. You're like an onion. We can just let that sit there for a bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So you, I, I I don't remember what we did yesterday, let alone the past few weeks with this. Corky's is a, it's not a performance art venue, but it is very comedy friendly. 
Uh, it's got a built-up stage. They have spotlights. It is a good place to do comedy. There's great audiences. Is Did you choose Corky's because of those reasons? Did you choose it because you've been there so many times? Why did you choose Corky's as opposed to like a a comedy club open mic or a coffee bar where, you know, a little yeah, less like, pressure? Yeah. Or, cool. Crowd might be smaller. Um, I First of all, I'm very comfortable there. And, uh, like you said, I'd been there a lot of times Uh and I won't, I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't had people I knew making me do it. Not making me, but like I said I was gonna and I wasn't gonna, yeah. uh, and I wasn't going to just some light encouragement. Yeah. I wasn't going to disappoint them. I think, I think that does help. (laughs) Because I procrastinated when I first started. I procrastinated a lot. Like, oh, I'm going to keep writing these jokes. I'm going to, and there was a buddy of mine that was like, oh, let's do it together. And so that motivated me to sign up for Cap City. Of course, he backed out as I talked about during my interview. He backed out, so I was up there by myself. But I do think that helps to have accountability and then a little bit of support. Um, but like you said, Justin, it can also give you a false sense of like accomplishment if you have too many people that know you. Because you might get more laughs than in a, a room of strangers. So you feel like, you definitely feel like your first time was a success? Like, is there anything you would have changed or anything you would have done differently to prepare for that open mic that you didn't do? Or No. I th- No, I think it went exactly how it was supposed to go. Like, well, that's awesome. I mean, I I still would have had to finish out the other 11 times if it didn't go well. Okay. But I mean, I, it made me fall in love with it okay are you still keeping track of how many times you've done it or how many yeah. times do we have left i don't i'm i'm pretty sure we hit 12 a few a couple and times you're still ago. doing it nice yeah. yeah yeah rock on i mean i kept i kept track up to seven and that was several months ago okay so it has to be more than 12 now i assume so what um this is the way my brain works and i do apologize i forgive you what you what did you do, like, uh, theatrically, like, in high school or college? Um, my parents, uh, my dad is a retired band director. Okay. And my and my mom is still a choir teacher. And so uh, there would be productions. And ever since I was a little kid, like, if they needed a kid in a play. Yeah, you were the, you were the I kid. I was the kid in the play. Okay. And so that got you that got you comfortable on stage in front of people. Yeah. But once I reached like um high school I w- I liked the back behind the scenes stuff better. Okay. I I set building I, costume makeup. makeup. Yeah. Okay, okay. Very cool. I um before we move on to the next question, I just want to apologize to the listeners. There is that noise seems to be getting louder. No, that's a weed whacker, um, right? I assume so. But yeah. uh, I mean, they're they're weed whacking your window right outside. Yeah. But Justin likes to get up at eight thirty in the morning and do a podcast when all the uh, the you're landscaping people, yeah. landscaping. <laughs> Danny would. Danny held up. He has cue cards for all my jokes. He held that up. It's, um, but I I just wanted to. I'm going to try to get. A lot of the sound out of this, but I apologize if the sound quality is not so great. Um, it's all right. I forgive so, you. So 
as far as your comedy style, um, do you, can you describe it a little bit if you can? And you know, if it's like one liner story, you know, storytelling mix mix. Uh, and do you have any comedians that you feel like, uh, inspire you or you can be compared to? So, you know, we could play a clip, but you said you don't let anybody record you. So yeah. Yeah. Why is that too? I don't know. i I feel like I'm going to disappoint myself. Yeah. If I know it's happening, yeah, then I will for sure fail. Oh, if someone records me, it has to be without me knowing about it. Okay. Yeah, I kind of sounds creepy. <laughs> without I, my yeah. consent. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's it's what a, you're into, this is a one-party state. We're we're allowed to record consensual okay. non-consent is what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> But I, that'll hold up in court. There, no, that's a thing. Look there it, was a look a, it up. A, it sounds like it's right up your alley. The key is the safe word, and there goes our clean rating. Um, I'm harder. sorry, it had to be me. No, it, it, last episode we talked about human tra. No, the first episode we talked about human trafficking. Uh, Chris Dixon. I don't even remember what we talked about. Uh, it's been pretty. He's not offensive. very memorable. No. So, but uh, he's a good mis- that magician, is though. Yeah. He's, he's a classically trained Shakespearean actor, guys, so, and he has seven million Twitter followers. I thought that was about me, but okay. Yeah. Chris Dixon, you? one of the greatest guests we've ever had so far. Um, How many do you have? Um, including my mom, two hundred and one. Yes. <laughs> on, on what social media? Parlor, IG, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Truth Social, <laughs> LinkedIn. So and <laughs> so um, on that note, like recording your your set, I, there was a time period where I would record almost all my sets, but that was when I I didn't think I was going to do it for very long. Then I stopped because I'm lazy and I procrastinate. Now I've started doing it again because I feel like um, it can feel a lot different on stage what what the experience is than in the audience. So I'll be on stage and think, oh, I bombed, this sucked. And one of you guys, not the people, because there are some comics that are going to say, oh, you did great no matter what. Like, you ate shit and they're still going to be like, oh, you did great. But there are people in my life that can be honest with me. Um, and so I want to be able to see it. Um, so I think it is a tool that you can use, but I don't think you have to. Um, I feel like you've gotten better. And I'm, I feel like I'm saying um a lot. I feel like you've gotten a lot better your joke writing has improved and your performance, you, you're, you're working with your material. You're working with the way you say things and you, you can do that without video, but I do think it is an important tool. So what? I think that uh, there are things that I want to accomplish first before I start feeling comfortable being recorded. I want to use the space. I just stand there. And I forget about it. Like, I get up there and I I kick myself when I step off because I'm like, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Well, I know, but that's, I, yeah. I feel like that fits your style, though. Like, it's it's very straightforward. You're telling people about yourself. You're telling people how you're growing up and the just experiences you had with, you know, your parents and being a single child. And I don't know. I just. Why do you guys say single child it sounds so weird to me only child yeah because that's what it is 
Okay, I'm sorry. I did I make you do that, or did do you separately? Adam Is that says parallel that thinking all the time? Well, I started. Well, the first time I messed up, but then you gave me a hard time about it. So then I started doing it to be funny, and yeah. now I can't stop. Oh, I, just, I just I have never heard anyone say that before. You said it, and now you're I, saying it. I feel like as a parent, like I would tell, like I have a single child, like I have one, one single, single child. child. Yeah. It just sounds. I feel like only child sounds like depressing and lonely. Oh, well, that's what but it was. That's her whole act. <clears throat> depressing and lonely. Okay. But I mean, I, I assume <laughs> that you, you love your daughter. Most days. Yeah, see, I didn't get that. <laughs> so <laughs> take it up with the Lord. Like, like Justin. I'll start reading billboards now. <laughs> yeah. Like Justin was saying, I feel like there are certain comics, for example, our good friend D1, amazing comic. I don't know if he has any stuff on youtube or whatever but if he does check it out um he plays almost like a character and he gets up and he's jumping around and for example me you and justin we're more subdued um so i don't think it's it's like a negative thing to not you know if, if you are that type of comic you can let your jokes be the star as opposed to just like act outs and um, I think there's a place for everything, but, uh, one tip I have for you, and this is something I still do at, at, especially at open mics. It started when I was in Austin and I probably talked about this is I always have like one goal, whether it's to try new material. Um, in the beginning, it was as simple as the mic stand standing in front of me. Let me put it in the back. So don't, you don't even have to try to do like the whole time you're just moving around and doing act outs. You can do, this is the set I'm doing like when Danny, you and I were writing and we talked about kind of acting out when you're talking. So she has this bit where she talks about like ridiculous gifts her parents got for her as a only child. Um, <laughs> and welcome. she, you know, she talked about like a boomerang and we talked, you know, talked about her miming, throwing the boomerang and kind of like putting her hand to her eyes to block the sun while she looks for it. Wait, or the Frisbee. That's what it frisbee. was. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and the ball in the glove where you're just like throwing it up in the air, that kind of thing. And it kind of, and then the walkie talkie thing would be like the killer where you're, you, you are actually talking. So if you, if you make a point of doing that set and then just adding like a couple of those things and that is your, you're still doing the whole set. You're, you're still trying to see what works, what doesn't, but your goal is to do that one thing to me, that has helped me because there are certain things that out of habit, you know, I used to cross my arms in front of my chest. My goal one time was to stop doing that and I stopped. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, that is a just short, I'm not saying you have to do goals, that, you know, but I think it is something that you may want to consider instead of saying, Oh, I, j- this is what I want to do. Say this open mic. I want to try this. And even and if it add, is yeah. just that one joke. Yeah. 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 Just a, but just a I, tip. I don't know. The other side of that is I think it's working. Like, I, I like that. Like, I'm here. This is what I have to say. It's funny. Listen to me. Like, because I <clears throat> I know as far as my personality goes, I'm not, I'm not a performer. I'm not an entertainer. I have, these are, like you said, well thought out. Well, mostly. 33% for me well thought out jokes of what ifs and it would be funny if kind of thing and you know how you frame it so i don't know it i guess i never thought about it that way that it's just kind of very genuine of me to just stand there yeah 
But that is. But we do yeah. need to work on your positive self talk. Yeah. You know? But it's literally can what we, open mics are talk for. After this? Yeah. Can we? <laughs> we'll talk are, on the way home are, on the drive home. Are you going to. I'll make you pull down the visor. Me? I'll make you pull down the visor and we'll do three positive phrases <laughs> in the mirror on the okay. way home. Like, for the old so, people. Oh, yeah. She yeah. is getting shotgun on the way home. For the okay, old here. people, uh, like Stuart Smiley, old uh, Senator Al Franken used to. Talk to the mirror. Yeah. And I'm good enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But those type of things are what open mics are for, and that's why some I don't do it every time, but sometimes I like to push myself because you're not. It's not a paid show. A lot yeah. of times, people are, uh, if you fail, you're going to okay. remember it, but the audience isn't going to no, remember. The comics are not going to hold it against you. So if even if your style is one thing, you can try new things. So yeah, yeah. So we uh. We're going to wind up the interview. We have a couple of questions that we kind of close um, out with. Um, the first one is, do you remember the first joke that you wrote and or performed? And if so, can you either tell it or give us kind of a synopsis and, and how you came up with it? Um, it's the only child bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, talking. It um, came from, I mean, just memory. <laughs> obviously yeah and you like, really a, got those gifts. i really did i really did uh my 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 dad would buy things for me because they were fun when he was a kid uh, right right and An not not fan. knowing his audience <laughs> the hoop and a stick oh. <laughs> uh, i guess just imagine poor chelsea just <laughs> rolling it down and a it was, abilene avenue or brown woods or whatever <laughs> Um, no, and it wasn't all in the same day. Like the, this was over the course of several years, but I did receive a frisbee, and I did receive uh, a baseball bat and a ball. Were and, they? I'm thinking more tags. And, were, a, 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 a and I did maybe. get walkie talkies. So, where you do think your parents like were trying to get you to have friends so that you would leave? the house sometime like maybe I, they I were encouraging a, you i mean i had a, a friend did they live close enough to use the walkie-talkie no no so no. yeah Se- several sad. blocks away this is depressing yeah because those walkie-talkies walkie yeah they could have been commercial yeah yeah walkie-talkies nowadays are fancy you could have had a ham radio station in your room maybe <laughs> that would have helped you could have friends all over the world candy cane <laughs> We just that watched. Was, we just watched that movie. Oh, the other nice! Day. What movie was it? I don't. I don't get the reference. Oh, Joyride. Oh, I've never seen it. I, oh, you, I don't watch you should watch yeah. it. All right. So one last question yes. before we leave. Um, so this is for all the the Timmies and the Tinas out there who are listening and want to be stand up comedians. Do you have like? Is there one piece of advice or uh, just? Uh, words of wisdom that you that you know now that you wish somebody would have told you or given you when you first started or before you started stand-up comedy i was very prepared okay like i made sure i knew all the rules uh i had adam come over to my house several times and i just like picked his brain and asked him all kinds of questions i ran shit past i'm sorry I ran stuff past him. You can curse. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> you gave up. Yeah. And got his opinion. Um, I didn't tell him my full like 
set or jokes. I just ran ideas past him, and he didn't hear any of them in full until okay. I went up for the first time. So I think that'll be a, a nice transition to our mentor. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the next episode yeah. we're going to do our roundtable discussion. It's going to be about mentorship. Oh, my bad. Um, no, no, that's no, perfect. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You, that's, that's why. That's why he the said perfect answer. That's why he said a good transition and not. God damn it, Chelsea. <laughs> my advice. Yeah, you need to Don't let's work it. on her her self self esteem yeah, and confidence because sure. you were like, that was awesome. That was the best <laughs> transition ever, and she was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you do you have any social medias? Any uh, any? Well, we're not going to do upcoming shows because we are. We're stockpiling a, a bunch of episodes, so by the time this comes out, whatever shows, unless you have shows like six months from now, it's not going to be that long. I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I got that one. It was. It was. That's so good. Enough. Let's talk I about know. your social medias and uh, or anything you need to plug, unless you don't want people following you on social media. I mean, I have an Instagram. All right. Yeah. What can you tell us that? Yeah. That that. So she's never done a podcast. So have you ever listened to a podcast? <laughs> My Instagram name is really long and it's hard to spell. Okay, well, send yeah. it to us. Uh, try to do it and then send it to us and we'll put it in the show notes. So the way podcasts all one work word. is there's show notes. All we'll one say, word. We'll say look in the show notes. It's just all one word. All one word. Yeah. Bourgeois to a penny thing. Oh, okay. yeah, we're friends. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, so show notes are like Lincoln bio and Instagram. I thought it was bourgeois. I, I'm sorry, I don't know French. <laughs> Let's talk about this other thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, did guys. Did you spell boarding visual wrong? <laughs> no, I didn't. So, so, so we'll put that in the show notes, uh, and I'll uh, also put a link to. And uh, <laughs> all 200 of my to, followers, to, you can uh, find her in my friends list. I'll put a, a link in the bio, in our in our show notes for the Rosetta Stone French class for Justin, so he can learn more about French. So, um, guys, uh, Chelsea, you do a lot of the open mics we do. If you are in the Central Texas area, come out to Corky's and Temple, or stay classy, stay classy up in Waco, and you'll get to see her do stand up. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes she'll yeah. just be there to watch and, you, and yeah, cheer. You're the great uh, single child joke. Yeah, All right. <laughs> only child, but you, you're close. So this has been This Is Funny Podcast. Uh, I'm Adam Wolf, and this is... Justin uh, Moreno. Thank okay. you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at they said I'm funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at they said I'm funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, they said I'm funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 294 6032. And thanks again for listening.